Welcome back to Baymo Interviews. I have a very lovely and special guest with me today, SoCal Kingston, pop artist Chloe Caroline. Hi, Chloe. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I am wonderful, dear. I'm actually really glad to be getting into this. I know you got a new EP coming out, girl, in March. We're going to get into that. We're going to get into your performances live. We're going to all stuff that you're talking about today. But first, before we get started with all the exciting news, yeah. you guys tell me, like, what are your aspirations when you first enter the music career? Yeah, I think originally, of course, my 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 goal was just to get my my music out there. I mean, it still is, but like I, you know, I started writing songs when I was six years old, so I'd been writing for quite a few years. Um, I hadn't, you know, before I moved to Nashville. I'm um, I'm from LA. Moved to Nashville mm -hmm. to go to college and study music business and really like start my career and be around kids that did what I did. And that was the first time I'd really written with other people as well. And so my first goal was, you know, at the time, like, get my music out there, actually have something like physical that people can can buy at the time um, or I can give to people or I can send to them on in an email, like make it real, you know? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And of course, you know, while still in college, um, you actually had pretty much a success turn. While in college, I believe I, I forgot the university you were in. Um, Belmont. Mm -hmm. Belmont. Yeah, Belmont University. I was going to say Berkeley. No, I don't know why. Mm -hmm. But yeah, <laughs> you were in Belmont. So um, from there, you kind of had became the first independent artist to have your um, mm -hmm. music and videos in like Radio Disney, Disney Channel, Nickelodeon music. Like, oh my God. Like, that's amazing. While you're still in school and while you're still trying to push your career and push your music, like, how did the opportunity come about? It was crazy. I think, you know, my my goal, again, back to your other question, was to really start creating a fan base. And so when I was in college, um, I started, you know, obviously on social media, Instagram kind of had just really kicked off. And there was an app called Pick Collage at the time, which kind of was like a collage making app, but it also was a social media platform. And so I started posting on there and started sharing my music, my videos, um, and like overnight it like it popped off. And so that kind of really kick started. Like it was like the first time I'd ever had like a couple hundred thousand followers on a platform. And you know, it, it you know, bled over to the other platforms as well. And then my music started getting um online radio traction and then Radio Disney ended up um, finding out about it, I think, because of that, honestly, and um, yeah, ended up going to the to Radio Disney one day and just like having an interview and thinking that's what it was going to be, and then they ended up adding it to Disney Channel and Radio Disney, and wow. yeah, it was it was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. That's unbelievable. I mean, from there, your career pretty much pushed off, and um, you actually started co-hosting your own podcast called Unwritten, which you've done a lot of things about as well. Well, can you kind of tell us what are some of the topics that you get into with your mm -hmm. podcast? Yeah, um, so we started the podcast about a year ago, me and my co-host, Shauna Petruno. Um, she's in Toronto. We kind of want to do like a coast-to-coast -coast thing. Um, but we're both very much into spirituality, wellness, trying to have people, you know, encourage people to live their best life and um, share their story. And so for me, like, I thought, why doesn't, like, your next door neighbor have a platform to share their piece of advice, you know? And so the, that was kind of like the concept behind it is like, they might have a great story. They might have a great piece of advice. Let's have them nominate themselves. Um, or you can nominate a friend to come and be on the show. Um, but we talk about everything from manifestation to um, relationships and manifesting your 
your best relationships, alignment, anything in regards to that, um, following your dreams and uh, taking risks. Um, but, but yeah, it's still a baby podcast, but it's getting there. <laughs> I heard that. That is amazing. I'm actually really glad that you are, you know, using your platform for the positive to help other people uh, implement their voices as well. So that's amazing. Yeah, thank that's you. amazing. Yeah. And also, you know, you've had uh, multiple film placements and like, you know, Lionsgate, the great um, Gilly Hopkins. Girl, I remember reading that book when I was so young. I loved that book. So when I first heard that, I'm like, oh my God, that's so cute. I loved, <laughs> I, loved I know, I loved the book myself. And um, I yeah, that was completely random. I was in college. It was my first ever opportunity to write for a film. Um, I obviously, when I was writing it, didn't know it was going to get picked up. I mean, literally, I wrote a little uh, acoustic voice memo that I sent mm -hmm. in and um, they ended up really liking it and turning it into more of like a, a pop thing. Um, and th that was just crazy, though, to like hear it as like an end title to a movie. And that was another one of my dreams. I mean, I grew up in Los Angeles and my dad was in the film industry and so I've always loved like just the combination of music and, and picture and the story <laughs> alive. And so, yeah, it was crazy. That's amazing. And as well, um, MTV's Catfish as well. And of course, everyone loves that show. It's really popular. So how was that? Like, you know, the emotions and thoughts of like having your music heard by other people within like film. So now you're transferring from music to purely radio and, you know, music to now film. Like, what was that transition like? Oh, crazy. I think because it started so early, like I knew it was something I wanted to keep doing in my career, but it just allows me to have more creativity and more outlets and not limit myself. And kind of my goal has always been to like use my creativity in as many ways as possible. And it makes me like a better writer and a better artist. And it's, it's so cool, especially with something like Catfish because, you know, a lot of, there's a lot of, like, bad dates, and mine was in, like, a really positive one. It was, like, the kiss wow. actually worked out, and that was just so cool to see. I was like, yes. <laughs> That's awesome. I know, of course, um, earlier this month, you released um, Afraid of the Dark, which was one of your new singles that will be coming up, actually your EP coming up really soon but for afraid of the dark i did take a listen to it and i know it's like really emotional so like what story are you telling behind it yeah um i'm really it was inspired by the story of how i ended up meeting the love of my life um in a very mm -hmm. unexpected way um and it was the same night that i almost like gave up on on everything really i kind yeah. of had found out some information that was causing me to doubt that like what I thought would happen would happen, you know what I mean? And, and that was love. And I had a very specific idea of like who it would be and, and what I wanted. And that was kind of, kind of crushed in a way, but I was kind of like, there has to be a purpose to all this. I had spent like a year, like writing songs and on this healing journey, like intentionally alone. And I was like, this couldn't have been for nothing. Like, I don't know what it's for, but I have to believe in that because I'm going to lose it otherwise. And I went up on stage and um, I sang those songs for the first time at my first show after COVID. And um, uh, one of the songs was a song called Saving Space, which was about letting go and allowing what's meant for you to arrive. And and literally, it, it sh he showed up um, that that night, and uh, yeah, I had to leave right after, so I didn't meet him then. But I got a message from him that that next day, and uh, oh, <laughs> 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 things worked out for the best. So that's amazing. And of course, 
your career is still booming. And of course, your EP coming out March 20th. Like, what can the fans and what can people look forward to to hearing actually, like the messages or what we can look for, even the cover art? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so for me, it's all got kind of like this spiritual ethos. Um, shocker. <laughs> but um, but it really does. So there's, yeah, there's a lot of the full moon on this as far as like a, the, the single cover and our album cover. Like I've had like the moon in a lot of it because I did a shoot in Joshua Tree on a full moon. And that was like a total accidental thing. Like I had a friend that had just come in town into town and she's a photographer and we went and just shot for fun, not really knowing what we were going to expect to get. Um, and it turned out to get some, some really great stuff there. But messaging wise, you know, I really want it to be a, a record that people listen to and they have more faith in the unknown that, that they feel like they can trust where they're at and what's coming and that it's all working out for them and um, to continue to follow their hearts first and foremost, um, because it's really easy these days to get distracted, to not do that, um, to try to control everything. There's so much going on and so much we feel like we need to do um, and be. So yeah, um, I think the trusting is like the main one. <laughs> Amazing. And of course, um, I know you have like such a huge fan base. I mean, you have over 200,000 fans all over social media. You're still growing your fan base. So for those that you are pretty much, um, what's, their, what's their name? The Caroline Crew. It was so the cute. Caroline Crew, yeah. Oh my God, that's adorable. I love it. I absolutely yeah. love it. <laughs> they named it themselves a long time ago, and it's stuck, I guess. <laughs> that's so cool. Like, what do you can you tell like their fans what they can look forward to next with you? Like, what they can look forward to your music wise, whether it's film, whether it's something else you're getting into. What can yeah. you? Um, so, well, definitely so much music. So the first EP comes out March 20th, and then I have another EP all ready to go, like lined up um, for the rest of the year and an album. <laughs> um, but I'm also planning to do a short film um, that's kind of like coincided with the themes from the project. Um, and yeah, more, more film and TV stuff. More podcasting, yeah. hopefully playing shows. I'm I'm playing a Canadian music week in Toronto. That's the first festival that's confirmed for the summer. So I'm very excited about that. Um, and more to come for sure. Absolutely. And Chloe, where do people stay connected with you and actually find out more information? Listen to the new single as well. Yes. Um. So my website, ChloeCaroline.com, but. Um, also, all of my socials, uh, TikTok, I'm Chloe Caroline, Instagram at Chloe Caroline. Um, I have my number in all of my bios. Oh, um, nice. So, yeah, and it's actually me. It's not a robot. So you can text <laughs> that number and um, I will text you. I will you know, let you know what's going on, send you releases, etc. cetera. Um, Spotify, obviously, Apple Music. My name, just give a little search. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely chloe thank you so much for coming on the show i really appreciate having you on here girl can't wait for the new single and as well as your new ep march 20th coming out yes. chloe Caroline, everybody thank you so much for being on the show with us girl oh uh, thank you i appreciate you